This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. deep. Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast. And Pro Football Hall of Famer. The General. Sean McClain. Welcome. Welcome to Utopia. Before we get into some of the odds on some of the awards, because I think that's indicative too of some of the maybe stocked up aspect of the Texans right now. Jalen Petrie should be coming back this week, John. How important is that for the Texans this weekend against the Steelers and overall for the coming season? Well, I think it's, it is overall. They didn't miss him in the game Sunday. You know, Eric Murray and MJ Stewart, the backup safeties, they've made big plays in the first two games for, that have forced turnovers. And uh, But it'll be first time they've had Petrie and Ward, their starting safeties, at the same time, and they'll need them. You know, they're Steven Nelson has played really, really well. He's been good at corner. Yeah. And uh Nick probably should have given him a bigger raise. He's gonna know he's gonna play like this. And and uh I thought the backup Skill Griffin played well. Now, they didn't look like against Jacksonville at least, like they missed Derek Stingley Jr. and Tavier Thomas. We don't know when those guys are gonna be back. We don't know when Laramie Tunsil is gonna be back. Uh they were acting like he's gonna play, but D'Amico said something in one of his interviews last week about Tunsil, and I thought at the time, that's strange, but I thought he was coming back, that uh, he had an issue, and I think he said something like he, he took care of it or we took care of it, and that makes me think, was there some kind of procedure done mm-hmm. on his knee? And if that's the case, he might be out another game or two, but not worried about IR. The best thing about this game is when it's over, I'm guessing they're going to get Titus Howard back. I'm guessing mm-hmm. they're going to get Juice Scruggs back. And I've watched Jarrett Patterson slow mo- super slow motion now every game, and I think he's played pretty well. Will they keep him in center? Will they move him left guard? Will they put Juice Scruggs back at center? Will Josh Jones go to left guard? But they need those linemen back, and they are coming off their best game. It's weird when you see a team rush 86 yards and, 3.3 a carry, and you're like, yeah. wow, that's great. Boy, yeah, they were uh, they were a real juggernaut in the run game with 86 yards. But, you know, they did enough, John. They had a few negative plays in the run game, but I thought towards the end of the game they ran it when they needed to. Um, couple, it was a couple hard, tough run plays by Damian Pierce that set up the third and three that was the deep shot to Tank Dell. 
you know, if it's third and nine or third and 11 on that series, you're not probably not doing play action deep shot to tank Dell. So if they can, I'm not expecting them to run for 150 yards, but if they can just stay ahead of the chains, it's, it's pretty evident right now. They've got a quarterback that can move the ball through the air. And it's really, really good. John, most importantly on third down, CJ Stroud is first or second in damn near every category in the NFL on third down yards, touchdowns, yards per attempt, no turnovers. He's been excellent on have-to-have-it-downs for this team. And along those lines, John, odds check. C.J. Stroud is the new favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL for the 2023 season, plus 250. This is where I would queue up Cool in the Gang celebration right now if I had a DJ sitting here right next to me. Three weeks in, Stroud's the favorite. Bijan Robinson struggled, uh, as did the Falcons, in that game they lost, and Stroud – has played great. He's exceeded everybody's expectations. And a lot of people around the league don't realize. They say, well, the Texans missed four starters in the offensive line, and three of those guys weren't supposed to be starting to begin with. So they have – it's remarkable what he's doing. They're doing a great job coaching him. He mentioned all four coaches, Bobby Slowick, Gerard Johnson, Shane Day, Bill Lazor, seen two, the last two senior offensive assistants with a lot of experience. They all have a hand in it. And I was glad to see Stroud give them some love. But his his personality continues to blow me away, how mature, level-headed, cool he is. And when he talks, he's not going to stand up in front of a room and command the room. But when you listen carefully to what comes out of his mouth, he's just so impressive. Very much so. I think that's how he commands a room. He doesn't do it with an over-the-top personality, but he says incredibly intelligent and thoughtful things. John, if you had 100 bucks, which of these bets would you place? Because here are the odds that involve the Texans. Texans, 8-1 to to win the division. D'Amico Ryans, 22-1 to to win Coach of the Year. So you'd win over $2,000 if you hit that one. C.J. Stroud, I just mentioned, 2.5-1 to for Rookie of the Year. Tank Dell's on the board. He's sixth on the board for Rookie of the Year, John. Offensive Rookie of the Year, 16-1, to Tank Dell. Or Will Anderson, who's second on the Defensive Rookie of the Year board at 7.5-1. to I'm giving you 100 bucks, John. Which of those bets are you placing? Anderson being one of the top two, and he's been – he and Jalen Carter. Carter's going to get it already because he gets so much attention playing for an unbeaten team in a big media market that gets a lot of national attention and plays national games. Will Anderson doesn't. So even though he's one of the top two and went in the season as the favorite, I would say Stroud has a better chance because he's a quarterback. You don't see many quarterbacks winning offensive rookie of the year, and you don't see receivers very seldom. But so that's why if I had 100 bucks to bet on any of them, the one I think is the surest thing would be Stroud. But the one that's a long shot, if they were to win the division, D'Amico's going to be coach of the year, maybe yeah. coach of the decade. Yeah, he's eighth overall on the board right now for Coach of the Year. So this win, this win has garnered the Texans and C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's a lot of attention with the uh, the folks in Vegas. Well, they deserve it. They, yeah. you know, they 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 may be this time next week. We may talk about him getting hurt or getting sacked five times, but this week they've gotten a lot of well deserved attention in a lot of places. And I'm, I'm happy for them because they worked hard to get that recognition. You and I um, are going to obviously preview the Steelers coming to town in the next episode where we kind of lay out all the storylines for the game. But what are your early thoughts 
as you've started to kind of examine this. I'd imagine you watched the Steelers on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders. They seem to they seem to at least get a little bit of consistency going offensively, whereas Kenny Pickett through the first two games had been maybe the worst quarterback in all of football. He looked better. They still could have lost that game. Man, mm-hmm. Raiders blew a chance to at least tie it and force overtime. And they and they Josh McDaniels made a terrible coaching decisions, a lot of bad coaching decisions over the weekend. And I thought still it's the pass rush. When I look at George Fant and Josh Jones at tackle, let's see now. TJ Fan, who's gonna get the edge there? Alex Highsmith, who's gonna get the edge there? They've, they've got some injuries, but George Pickens, you know, he can catch the ball deep. Their running game, they've got a two-headed monster, but they're not as they're not intimidating. The only intimidating thing they got right now are their pass rushers. And so Stroud again is gonna have to get rid of the ball, but he's coming off the game with no sacks, four hits, three by Josh Allen, and he's gonna have to get the ball out, and it's gonna have to be fast, and it's gonna have to be active. I picked them to win this game before the Jacksonville game, John. You know that. I said the Texans' first win of the year is going to be against Pittsburgh at home on that J.J. Watt Sunday. So i got to stand by that. Yes, you do. We'll get your prediction later in the week. I know you got to go in the lab with all your goodwill hunting, with all your equations on the board and things like that, figure out who it is you're you're going to take in this thing. It'll take me about one second. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I know where this is going. Save it for Thursday.